Our first reading today from the book of Exodus details the very famous scene of the burning bush, Moses encountering God in the burning bush, really his very first encounter with the God of Israel. It's a very pivotal passage in the Old Testament. We see the seeds of the Exodus from Egypt are being sown in this passage today. It's the beginning of Moses taking on his role as leader and deliverer of his people. It's the first time he actually accepts it and embraces it. But more importantly, especially for anyone who was an observant Jew, this is the very first time that God truly reveals himself in the Old Testament. It's God giving us his name. His name was very synonymous with someone's identity. And he does this to prove to Moses that it indeed is him, it indeed is God that is speaking to him through this burning bush. And he tells him his name, I am who am. At first glance, this name is extremely confusing, at the very least. It doesn't really make sense grammatically or with syntax of modern-day English. Those words, I am who am, have been poured over by philosophers, by theologians, for millennia, for millennia. And we get a good definition, really, of sort of what that means through two different people, the philosopher Aristotle and the theologian Thomas Aquinas. And they basically tell us that I am who am means this. God's very essence, his very nature, is to exist. His very essence and his nature is simply to exist. God is essentially saying, I am the one who is. God is existence itself. He is life itself. When we live, we participate in God's existence. But the other thing that this means, maybe you could say a corollary, to this truth of I am who am, or I am the one who is, is the fact that God is basically saying here, I am always present. I always am. I am always here. I am always around. Wherever there is existence, which would be everywhere, God is there. He is everywhere. And for Moses, this is not an insignificant detail in this passage because he could have very easily said that is completely false, God of Israel, because if you're present everywhere, if you really are present everywhere, then why aren't you with your people? They're suffering. They're dying. They're in slavery to Egypt. Why aren't you there if you really are present in all places? But God is saying, in essence, to Moses, yes, I know. I am with them. I know full well that they are suffering. I've heard them. And that is why I want you to lead them. And even personally for Moses, he could have also said, yeah, that's false. Because in my life, it's been really, really, really tough. I was an orphan. I was abandoned by my mother. I I killed an Egyptian. I had to escape into the desert. Life hasn't been very kind to me all the time. How were you there? Where were you if you really are the God who is always present? 
And God essentially tells Moses, no, I've been with you the entire time. I want you to lead my people. I have been preparing you for this every day of your life. And eventually Moses does say yes, that he will go and lead Israel out of captivity and into slavery. It's all born out of this encounter with the God of I am, and God telling Moses that he is always present. And you have to think that in the middle of this encounter, there was a moment in Moses' mind where it was kind of like an aha moment, looking back over his life and seeing how everything that had ever happened to him had led him to that moment. Think about it, Pharaoh wanting to kill the Hebrews, leading to Moses' mother leaving him in a basket, being picked up by Pharaoh's wife and growing older, getting angry and killing that Egyptian soldier and going out into the desert, all leading to his encounter with God. All of those things contributed to where Moses was in this moment. God had been leading him to this encounter for his entire life. And you got to think there was an aha moment in Moses' mind during this encounter, seeing that God had been active in his life through the ups and the downs, that he had been prepared for what he was about to do. But in the time, in the moments, you know, all throughout his life, Moses didn't see it, but he was able to see it now. That God had been active in his triumphs and in his failures alike. God had been preparing him for this his entire life, and now it was all placed right before his very eyes. Brothers and sisters, the God of I am is the God who is always with us, whether we know it or feel it. And there's so many other examples of this in the history of the church. You can think of St. Augustine, the great conversion story that he had, and he even writes how he didn't even see where God was for so many years, and yet God was leading him the whole time. He writes very simply, You were within me, but I was outside. You were with me, but I was not with you. You Think of his conversion story, the arc of his life eventually leading him home, back to the church. And even in my own life, brothers and sisters, there was a particular moment where this was brought home for me. It was the night before I was ordained a priest. It was kind of an emotional night, just a little bit. And I was in the chapel at the seminary. It, was, it had been a really, really great day, and I was anticipating what was happening the next day in my life. And in prayer, I was taken back to the moment where I officially said yes to going to the seminary. And it was beautiful in prayer, but it was, and it was a very small yes. There wasn't a lot to it. It was almost an audible, very fragile yes that I had uh, initially given to God. But in that moment in prayer, I was taken back to how far that little yes had taken me. All of the blessings in my life that had resulted from that one little yes. And even before then, how God had been leading me to that moment of yes and how for that yes had led me to that night, the night before my ordination, to the precipice of the altar. I saw in that moment how God had been leading me all throughout my life to that moment, to that time, how God had been preparing me for that specific moment. All the highs and all the lows that God had been active in my triumphs and in my failures, leading me and guiding me 
to the priesthood, guiding me to that moment. God was present in my life. I might not have seen it in those specific instances, but I was able to see it that night. It was the most beautiful thing that I had ever seen and experienced. God is present. He always is. He is God with us. So brothers and sisters, God is truly present to us every moment of our lives. He guides us. He walks with us, prepares us for what he asks of us. In times of tribulation, we can certainly think that he isn't around. But if we step back and truly look at it, he is there with us, guiding us and leading us. We have no reason to doubt the God who listens to his children, hears their cries, and saves them. So let us at this Mass contemplate this beautiful reality that God is, and he is always present to us. We have a God who cares about us and nurtures our souls. And let us hold firm and hold fast in our knowledge of God's presence at every moment of our lives.